when I'm asked to lead the service, I try to get the um, scriptures well in advance so I can think about it. And that was the case with this. And then as it so happens, I jotted down the notes this morning. So <laughs> now that I hadn't been thinking about it a long time, but, but it didn't come together as I expected. I did do some research, though, and um, found a sermon that I liked that somebody else had prepared, and I thought I would share it this morning. I was concerned it was rather long, so my intent was to try to condense it. But um, God works in mysterious ways. We typically um, complain when our computers don't want to operate as we think they should. And as much as I tried to send this from my phone to the computer so I could print it, it would not work. So I think God was talking to me there and saying, no, you don't want to use that. So you can be thankful that I'm not using that like, long sermon. <laughs> but I think that is kind of connected to my message today in that God does speak to us. He does lead us. He does um, help us in times of need. And, and sometimes it's not what we expect, but, but there's always that, that, that guidance, that help. And um, I think that hearing that message that is, the, is related to our faith, and it's, it's our faith that helps us to hear that message. So the closest that the Bible comes to offering an exact definition of faith is in the book of Hebrews in the 11th chapter. It says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. From this passage, we see that the central feature of faith is confidence and trust. In the Oxford Dictionary, faith is defined in general terms as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And so often is the case when I look at definitions, and then I have to look further because, okay, trust, what's that? <laughs> well, trust is defined as a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. So in the reading from Romans today, Paul identifies God as he who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that is quite the ability and shows quite strength. <laughs> so I think this is someone that I can put my trust in. In the passage from Paul's letter to the Romans, Paul is discussing faith versus law. And in doing so, in this particular case, he's using Abraham as an example. Paul says, for the purpose that he would inherit the world did not, excuse me, for the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. A little side note in the sermon that I'm not giving, <laughs> um, the preacher pointed out that Moses did not receive the law until 430 years after Abraham lived. So I think that's a little interesting point. You know, Abraham wasn't righteous by the law. He was through faith. The law didn't even exist in Abraham's time. But thinking of the faith of Abraham and the, how he demonstrated his faith, you know, um, 
not only did he take God's word saying, hey, although you're old and your wife's infertile, you're going to be the father of many nations. And he believed that. And he had faith in that. Once that heir was born, what did he do? God said, oh, sacrifice him. And he did. I mean, he went to. God stopped it. But what incredible faith. To, wow, God said it, so I have faith in God. I'm going to do it. In the gospel reading, there are a couple more examples of faith. The leader of the synagogue states very matter-of-factly, Jesus, lay your hands on her and she'll live. And the woman there in the crowd, her faith is so strong that she states without doubt, if she can only touch his cloak, she'll be healed. Now, just before the woman touched Jesus' cloak, Jesus had been dining at the tax player's house, the tax collector's house. And the Pharisees, they were kind of bothered by this because a righteous person would not associate with tax collectors and sinners. And when the Pharisees asked why he eats with tax collectors and sinners, what did Jesus respond? Well, I didn't come for the righteous, I came for the sinners. We are those sinners. But we have been made righteous through our baptism. When we became children of God, we received the promise of righteousness given by God through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. God loved his creation so much that he sacrificed his own son for its salvation. And all we have to do is believe. And that is the foundation of our faith, our trust in God. God loves me so much, he sacrificed his son for my salvation. So how could I not trust in him when things aren't going well? It is only human to worry and fret over the many things that occur in our life. Rather, it's be financial troubles, illness, strained relationships, or a kid that is out past curfew. But why? We confess to have faith in the God who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. We confess to have faith in the God who sacrificed his son that we may live and then brought him back to life. I have faith in that, and yet I'm going to not trust him enough to place my worries in his hands? No. As it says in Psalm 50, call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall honor me. I know God is there waiting for me to discuss it with him when I have troubles. And I know that when I discuss it with him, I can trust him to provide the right outcome. It may not be what I thought was the right outcome, but I have faith in God's plan. At the beginning of the gospel reading this morning, Jesus says to Matthew just two little words, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. Jesus is saying those same words to us. It's really that simple. Place your faith and confidence in Jesus. 
follow him. I pray that all will find the faith of Abraham, of Matthew, of the synagogue leader, of the lady in the crowd. And that through these examples, we'll learn to trust God when faced with the circumstances that surround us. And through that trust, experience the healing and peace that only God can provide. Amen.